Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Speaking of entertainment, mm. I'm really excited about a new show on Peacock. It will be voiced by Amy Poehler. And it is based on the book, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. Should we do a little boobies on tubies? Yes! We're gonna do... Boobs on tubes! What are you watching, Dawn? Boobs on tubes! Hey, well, Dawn. I'm not watching it yet, but... Boobs on tubes! Yeah. What, what do you, you want to be watching? Boobs on tubes! That's for Johnny Legend. No, that's John. Boobs. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay. Anyway, so if you think the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning sounds scary, it really isn't. No, I am here for it. I am a death cleaner. Yes. To be sure. Okay, so tell me, I know what the Swedish death cleaning is, but for the listener who doesn't, Mm -hmm. what does the art of Swedish death cleaning mean? It is um, basically getting rid rid of your stuff. So that when you do pass away, it is not a burden to your family because it causes a lot of heartache and sadness to get rid of items. You feel guilty. You feel like you have to hold on to it. Then you have your own stuff you've collected. So they're basically the Swedish people are saying, don't do this to your relatives. If you really love them, get rid of your clutter. So in the vein of Marie Kondo, you know, getting rid of uh, tidying up. Yeah. That was such a popular uh, Netflix series. They're like this. People really like this. So I love this because it has three Swedish people, designers, and well, they're death cleaners is what they are. So they enter the show and it's sort of like talking people out of their emotional connections towards their stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be transformational. I cried every episode of Marie Kondo by oh, the wow. end of it. Okay. I loved that show so much and I used it in my life. Um, but let's hear part of the trailer here. Everyone is going to die. people no 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 don't worry i mean sure one day they will die we all will but the point is they all need the gentle art of swedish death cleaning what is swedish death cleaning you say basically cleaning out your craft so that others don't have to do it when you're gone if you can't keep track of your things you have too many when i'm done in here you're gonna want to entertain it's about discovering what's important to you. You can't save everything. 
This is an inflatable wiener. Enough of this wiener talk. I'm getting horn hungry, I'm not. There's what? Life in this. The love gives you this kind of perspective, this sharpness. My mom really wants me to have this. But you don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't no. like it. <laughs> Let your home be a reflection of you. This is not a show about death. It's about life. We say that death cleaning is for life. Yes. It's about here and now. I guess we do have a legacy. Maybe everyone does, really. I knew that you guys were going to declutter my house. I didn't know you were going to declutter my soul. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah, Declutter sure. their soul. That's so just sweet. Just so that it's not heavy and burdened by but all this stuff. can we stuff. start with my basement? Oof. Oh. Let's declutter. Actually, we have been decluttering our basement. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much excited for this. I think... Jamie and I need to watch this. How are we going to... This is on Peacock. It is on Peacock, when April 27th. Oh, okay. It will be available, which right will be here home, so. more or quicker than you think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited about it. Um, what most excites you about Swedish death cleaning on Peacock? That it will inspire me and kick my butt to clean out more things. Yeah. Like, it's totally a selfish thing. Uh, I really related to the the woman in the clip that said my mother like she's crying my mother really wanted me to have this and in visually it is a it's a table like mm. a dining room table and but the death cleaner's like but you don't like it and she's like no and she's like it's okay you can it it's not your actual mother, you know, it's just something that she owned. And it's so easy to see with other people, right? Like this is the beauty of a show like this or like Marie Kondo or Hoarders. It's always much easier to see other people being irrational when it comes to holding on to stuff. And the minute you start doing it for yourself, you're like, oh God, I can't get rid of it. Well, of course I'm not going to get rid of all these matchbooks that I collected while I was in college because it was from you know what i'm saying like oh it, it, it is how did always you read what? what's in my storage unit is there really matchbooks someone gave me their grandpa's collection which is like ten thousand of them but do you want to collect matchbooks? i don't i want to sell them do you think someone else wants them yes there are a lot then of people that do give them to someone i mean does. it's a lot of i can't you even... don't even have to sell them because here's the other thing lie that you're telling yourself okay that you're gonna sell them right which is won't. why i have most of this stuff yeah so just give them to someone or take them to Goodwill or wherever, but you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm just saying I totally relate to yeah. that behavior because I have done that. Jamie will task me with like, cause we've been trying to do this in our house and he'll say, go do this part of your office and mm-hmm. I'll go, Oh God. And I'll look at all these things and go, but I need that. And then literally after a while, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then once you do, Listen, oh, I'm God, not great. It feels so good. It feels good. And then you don't even remember that you had it. I That's know. what's great. Uh, I do have, I don't know what to do with it, but I have my mother's furniture from when we lived in California. And it's like 1960s white. You know, it's like a very, like when you look at it, you're like, there are pictures of Marilyn Monroe where it's the same furniture. And so for some reason, I'm like, I have to hold on to this, but I don't want it. I don't. You, yeah, then, honey, you just need to I start to practicing get rid getting rid of stuff. And I here's the other so thing guilty. I will tell you: this helped us because for the last two years, I think we've been single-handedly removing things. Literally, I do. We call it a box a week, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a box, but it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. And every weekend, you do one thing, and it can be as simple as like a shoebox mm-hmm. that you get rid of or you go through, yeah, or a drawer. 
or I you know, donate things to books. Savers all the time. Yeah. Yes, I'm constantly doing this, but it's my for the first time in my life I have a storage unit which I never so wanted. Every week, go to your storage unit, remove one item. Yes, I have to do it every week. I'm going to put an alarm in my phone because, like you said, it slowly but surely, and before you know how fast time goes when you're old. No, I Mike, I don't know if you know I this, but the older you get, that. the quicker time know. flies. Yeah, and it's is. actually a proven fact. Yep. And therefore, what I'm saying is before you like realize it, you will have cleaned out your entire storage unit. You'll be like, why did that take me so long? I can't even walk through it. I have to climb up over on top of things. Yeah. Here's the other thing you could do. Just hire someone to do it. <gasps> yeah. You want, but, but that way, I, I, I feel like for you... As I know, it helped me and is helping me now, and I'm so grateful to Jamie for giving us the the push to do it. It you will just feel so good about yourself. Oh yeah, and, you know when you walk into that storage unit and it's like slimmed down to the things you actually need. Yeah. Or yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I'm gonna do it, and guess Death what cleaning. I'm gonna do with the money that I'm spending monthly on the go storage on a unit? Trip, girl. I'm gonna go to Japan. Okay. Well, let's do it. Okay. Let's make it happen. Great. I feel so good. Do you? <sighs> you know why you, you should feel even better? Why? Because I just got a notice that our food porn is on its way. Oh. And not for the next segment, but at 1.30, we're going to put something really delicious in our mouth. Yeah, it's not going to be something gross this time. Like, oh my what God, was that? You're cotton so candy rude. That we oh. pickle cotton candy. So what is wrong with you people? That was deli- No, that was nasty. It was <laughs> vile. Nasty. Oh, speaking of vile and nasty, we do have to talk about something distasteful when we come back before oh, yeah. we eat something good. It has to do with Steven Tyler. We haven't had a chance to talk about this story that uh, I think largely broke yesterday, or at least a Creep piece of alert. it did. Yeah, it's pretty creepy and gross, and uh, but... But I think there's a conversation to be had, and we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk. The My Talk website or app. Hey, My Talkers. Oh, that music makes me think of summer on the water. Why? Because it's time for me to tell you about your boat club. Think of those summer days in the lake with friends and family, but absolutely zero hassle. Your boat club takes care of the work, so you can just take care of the fun. You just show up, boat, and head home. Think about being on the lake this summer with your friends and family. It's truly that easy with your boatclub.com. And best of all, they have 30 locations in Minnesota alone. And they also have locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and even Florida. So you want to head up north for the weekend, maybe to Brainerd Lakes, the Mississippi River, even Duluth. But wait, there's more. Every single location provides the same five-star service. Why? Because they're family-owned and operated. It's not a franchise. You're getting service unlike any other with your boat club. So they've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. There's an option for everyone at yourboatclub.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, boy. Uh, This is um, a story that about steven tyler why do we why 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 okay well should we start with the blind item mike oh that'd be good so there was a like to sure there's a blind item said steven tyler though no no no. i mean but there's there's a blind item that gets to the story about steven tyler that mike didn't actually do on the air okay but i think it's appropriate for why we're going to talk about this steven tyler story okay 
So from NT Lawyer earlier, uh, it actually was late yesterday. At this point, you get the feeling that the old permanent A-list singer is just trying to drag out a lawsuit until he dies. Okay. He obviously doesn't care what people think with the argument that he used of because he's legally in charge of a minor's well-being, that allows him to legally do what he did with her. <gasps> oh! Oh! Wherein we arrive at the story that I want to share with you, which is that the following headline, Steven Tyler denies sexually assaulting a minor claims it was consensual, but wait, tragically, there's more. So he filed a lengthy response to these claims, which we learned about from a woman who says at the time she was a 16-year-old assaulted in the early 70s and that uh, Steven Tyler, in addition to sexually assaulting her repeatedly, also forced her to get an abortion. It's a pretty dark story. Whoa. In the lengthy response to those claims, which were made back in December, and I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive we talked about this story, but we didn't have details. Okay. We now have his response, and he argues... As a legal response, that the plaintiff in this case consented as a 16 year old um, child. Nope. He, nope. Was, he was 25 at the time. Nope. To their sexual relationship. And that here is the kicker, and this gets to the blind item Mike brought to us that he had immunity from these allegations, that he couldn't possibly be legally held accountable for sexual assault or forcing her to get an abortion because. He was her legal guardian. That makes it worse. I mean... Now, this I'm sure for the audience is bringing up a lot of questions. What, in fact, is actually going on here? Because when you hear it, it sounds so absurd, right? Like, this can't possibly be true that he's saying that he, because he was her guardian, that he had the right to have sex with her or that it didn't then constitute a crime. Right? Like you would have questions not knowing the full detail of the story. Oh, yeah. Well, it turned out, and I didn't My know. My question any- is why are you not in jail? Well, exactly. Right. And I, and I will say, you, say to you, I had a lot of questions. Like, why are we learning about it in 2023 when this happened in 1973? Well, this all goes back to this law uh, that was just days away from expiring, <sighs> wherein. Uh, essentially, these are, I forget what they call these kinds of laws, but allowed people to bring forth. Uh, charges that had previously expired, oh, right. or the, the, like statute the statute of limitations, of limitations had run which out. Is such a ridiculous and, thing when it comes to sexual assault because of all of the reasons why people don't want to come forward when it comes to abuse. There's so many reasons, and I, I just hate the statute of limitations when it comes to those things. So within, I think it was truly, I think when I first read about this, within days of this expiring, she filed this lawsuit to talk about what happened. And, and if, if you know, I'm sure there are people out there who are going to start to bend over backwards to make excuses or to write off this thing. But when you actually start to read the story, you're like, what in the actual bleep? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. ...is going on here, because at the time, she was 16, he was 25, she alleges that they had this relationship, he forced himself on her sexually, he was able to grant to gain parental, uh, what's the, not parental consent, but um, guardianship over her from the, the mother signed over guardianship. Okay. And he says as a result of that, because, and, and the reason that he says that this happened, that the parents signed over guardianship was because they were in support of the relationship and wanted her to be able to travel with him. And the only way they could do that without him being charged with a crime, because she was a because minor. Because it is a crime. Because she was a minor and crossed state lines was if they signed over parental, uh, parental guardianship. So that's where he got guardianship from okay. over her and is therefore saying that because he had that guardianship, he... Even if even if all the things she said was true, he was allowed to do that. And I'm like, well, first of all, what is that how guardianship works? Uh, I don't think so. No. And even if it does, could we fix that law? Exactly. I know America has a problem passing any meaningful legislation at this point for the most part. But I don't think anybody was intending to allow adults to have sex with minor children as a right. result of parental guardianship being handed over yeah. Courtney Stodden's parents. Yeah. You know, oh God, I mean, don't even get me started. Oh, don't even get me started. Just like, oh, but I just, so this woman is bringing up charges. I, when did, do we have any information about when she started these um, charges? Was it in well, the December? Charge, the claims were made in December, December. of 2022 okay, is okay. when the lawsuit was filed. Okay. And that's when she said, uh, or, or I should say that following that, we are now learning what his response is for the first time. And to Mike's point with the blind item, Enti lawyer is arguing that the reason he made such a ridiculous response is because he's just hoping to drag this out as long as humanly possible. Okay. So that he doesn't have to suffer any consequences. Well, you know, that shouldn't be legal. You know, that should not be legal. I just, oh, that's just so terrible for her. She's lived her whole life traumatized i'm sure when these things happen you know it's it's just kind of i would say can ruin someone's life honestly oh and she fully believes that that's the case in those court documents she alleges that he coerced and persuaded her into ber- into believing that they could have a ro- uh, romantic love affair that again started when she was 16 and he was 25 um she uh, what what was interesting is as I was reading through this yesterday, he apparently in his memoir even mentions that he almost uh, married a sixteen year old girl. He said, "quote uh, in the book, he revealed that he quote almost took a teen bride because quote her parents fell in love with me and signed a paper over for me to have custody so I wouldn't get arrested if I took her out of state." Okay, so we're admitting it. Okay, yeah, well there no, we totally. go. It's in print. Yeah. Oh, this should just be, mm. yeah. wow, well, clearly, a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> as there should be. Hey, 
we're going to have some feelings totally in a far more positive and delightful space when mm-hmm. we come back because it's Food Porn Friday. We're going to try something brand new. And I'm Maybe. very excited about Stop it. Very excited about when we come back. Thing entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I just talked to Dr. Bennett earlier this week. And he, you know, he's actually a pretty uh, amazing dentist. And his personal story is pretty amazing, too. He essentially wanted to be a dentist from uh, childhood, which is like a unique thing. You ask most kids, they're not going to say, I want to be a dentist. But he knew he wanted to be a dentist. And that's exactly what he ended up being. And uh, Dr. Bennett and the entire staff at uh, Dakota Dental, frankly, are the most talented dentists I've ever come across or worked with. And I've worked with several of them because when I first went to Dakota Dental, uh, I had an emergency dental issue. I cracked a tooth. Dr. Ashburn, Dr. Bennett Isabella, he uh, helped me with regular checkups and my routine maintenance. And then Dr. Barun has helped me with my dental implant. You're going to love the entire team at dakotadental.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Oh, it is Friday, and we try to try something each Friday, food wise, and that would be a food porn segment. Food porn. Okay, yeah. You, yeah, you're making those noises before people know. Oh my God. What is this? A. Christina Aguilera interview? <laughs> no, it's actually um, an opportunity for us to try something we haven't that is back. It's actually not brand new, but this came back again Oh, uh, from, I think, back in 2021. It's back again, and it's the Little Caesars Pretzel Pretzel, and that is a pretzel pizza stuffed crust. Now, I was very excited about this one because I love pretzels. I love pizza. I love stuffed crust. And I also love Little Caesars. I didn't even know we could get delivery, but I guess through DoorDash, you can get Little Caesars. Little Caesars. So I was very excited when I ordered it, Dawn. Yeah. I was not excited when I opened the box. What is going on? Tell the people who can't see. Does that look like a pretzel pizza to you? It doesn't look like the picture on the website. No, it looks like a stuffed crust pizza. Yeah, um, but the little tag that was printed by the Little Caesars people, it says pretzel pizza on it. So maybe it just doesn't look like the picture on the website, which happens all the time. Mike, no chance. This is not it. Well, that's. I'm looking a at crime. the picture on the website. This is just basic. So, yeah, this is will just you describe what you see on the website? On the website, I'm looking. On it very much has looking. a distinct pretzel shade of color, that brown, like very pretzel. And then it's got the heavy, heavy, large salt on it, just like you see on a pretzel. Do you see any salt on this? This is crust? definitely not that. Okay. Do well, you see no any way. dark I feel like shade we of need pretzel? To- at least take a bite and see if it's actually a pretzel. It looks good. I will say I'm it looks good it. as a pizza. Go I, ahead, eat I'm it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, stop talking about it. Just do it. Stick it in your mouth. Eat it. You're both eating it. You're making good Not noises. Not a pretzel. Not a pretzel? Not a pretzel. What did you taste? Regular dough. Regular dough. Is it good, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Little Caesars, you guys. I but didn't know we could do delivery, by the way. If we eat it... Uh-oh, there he goes. Oh, I didn't take the pretzel crust, though. Yeah, what are you doing? You're not even eating the crust first. Hold on. 
Keep talking. Tell me what you thought while I'm eating. Okay. Well, I thought it was good for a pizza, but I am really disappointed that we're not trying Mm. the thing that we said we were going to try on the air. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you need to call, Mm -hmm. not on the air, because that's... This isn't 1980. We're not going <laughs> to yell at some. It is really age, good for a stuffed crust minimum, pizza, though. Minimum age, Can minimum wage worker. I might like that than some other stuffed crust pizzas. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness! Oh wow! He's almost folding you know it in why? half. Why? Because oh, are you criticizing my pizza? Eating? No, I'm just I'm narrating for the <laughs> listener. It's like crispy and chewy. Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> he is really excited. I don't know. Today. I love that. What do you guys think? I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever had a Little Caesars pizza really? until today. Yes, Mike um, has never had a Little Caesars pizza. I don't think so until today. It's super, super cheap. Yeah, and they're this is tasty. And like you said, I've had stuffed crust that aren't this good. Um, the cheese is hard. There's a lot of cheese in there. It's thick. So when you bite into that uh, crispy crust, you get oh, right into Lord. that thick, hearty I cheese. Know, I just what like, have I got like it. Into with him describing thick, hearty cheese. Thick, well, hearty cheese. Thick, hearty cheese. It's supposed to be. Now let me explain to you what <laughs> we were supposed to have eaten the pretzel crust pizza features a large buttery flavored soft pretzel crust that's topped with i i opted there are two options creamy cheese sauce Ew. as the base oh. or pizza sauce yeah i decided to opt for the pizza sauce one because i just felt like the cheese sauce plus cheese plus stuffed crust cheese no, was too i mean for as much as my family has its roots in Wisconsin, I feel like it was even too much cheese for me. So I went, opted for the, the pizza sauce version. Well, and I just don't even, you know how I feel like deep dish pizza isn't really pizza. It's a pizza Which, hot dish. It's an Italian hot dish. I love how you keep trying to work that into every pizza conversation, but it's a losing argument. Okay, well, You're anyway, not going to win any arguments. I don't like pizza that you has... You went to court and you lost. I don't like any pizza that doesn't have pizza red sauce, marinara sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like pizza to me. But but, but that said, it's a good pizza. So like on pizza scale, okay, so if we were doing zero to five, mm-hmm. first of all, they will be getting a strongly worded conversation <laughs> because they did leave a support right. number. Oh. Because I don't, I mean, do, do you I feel need like- emotional support right now because I expected a pretzel crust. Yeah, I don't. Can you tell them that I'm emotionally upset? I mean, I can tell. But do you do you think there is anything familiar about a pretzel with that crust? Like nothing. No, and I I will admit I was arguing with you guys. You were you were being like, well, you know, sometimes you want to see up close, camera person. No. It's not really all that exciting. It is literally just a crust. It's a crust. But I get what you're saying. What Don, what I think you were trying to do is play devil's advocate in the sense that sometimes you get the gimmicky thing, you order it, and you're like, well, that didn't look anything like it was supposed to. Oh, but it's yeah. in some way identifiable. If there were like a, if there was a speck of salt, yeah, yeah. then maybe I would agree with you. But there's nothing pretzely about that at all, which is no. super bummer. But okay, mm-hmm. let's do with what we have, right? So if we were to take what we have in front of us and put that on a pizza scale of zero to five, zero being, I don't know what, that cardboard pizza you get in the freezer, which mm-hmm. actually is not that bad, but yeah. like being the worst pizza you ever put in your mouth. Like a Chef Boyardee pizza oh, in the skillet <laughs> <laughs> from the 80s. Five being like the best Deep dish pizza okay. you've ever no put in your mouth. <laughs> no, stop it with the deep dish. Um, this is for the value because I think it's seven dollars. Is that right? 
Nine ninety nine. Nine. Okay, so ten dollars. A ten dollar pizza. I would say it's a three. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Three out of five. I was thinking out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a six. Mike. Out of ten. Yeah, I think if you throw in the for the value part, I'd even go slightly higher than that. Yeah. I'd say like uh, three point two five. You know, if they, if we're doing like I'm now I'm changing the rules, but if overall pizza wise, I would say a good. What did you give it, Mike? Three point two five. I would say I'm going to go three point five. Okay. But if it was a delivery pizza, I would give it a four. Like if we were just looking at delivery pizzas, yeah, because that's a pizza that I would eat the whole thing and not feel shamed. Yeah, I mean I would feel shame anyway, just because that's how I operate, but. But, like, I wouldn't unnecessarily <laughs> shame myself. Don't shame yourself. You just told us that all bread is good because it's made with love. It's true. You said that earlier in the it's show. True. Okay. So, You're right. anyway, you work out so much. You could eat like five pizzas a day. No. I mean, yeah. Thank you. But no. Also, did you see the weird cut job they did? What Look is at this it? tiny little piece right here. That's the part I should have had. Oh, I please. should have had that. I just had a bite. Um, what I will say is. That wasn't such a bad pizza at Little Caesars, but we're kind of bummed because we really wanted to try the pretzel. Yeah. We're not going to be a Karen about it. We wanted to do. We spent all week waiting to try the one thing that was not approved on our dietary schedule (laughs) for the week. And you're going to call, and what are you going to say? I'm just going to say. Are you going to be sweet? Or are you going to be, oh, you said a strongly worded. I used to work in a call center. Yeah. So I am never an ass when I Where, call. What call center? I used to work over for Target um, <gasps> back in their credit card division. Actually, when I say call center, I really worked in their collections oh. department mm-hmm, right out scary. of college. And I will tell you that you will learn a respect for call center representatives. Oh, yeah. Because they get crapped on. Yeah. More than, I mean, people will say the nastiest <laughs> things to you in a call center. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, especially so if you're trying I to would get not money be mean. From I would not be mean because, yeah, to that point, like if you're trying to, you know, if you want something out of the world, it's better to approach with honey and not. That's right. Doo doo. Vinegar. Oh, yeah. I worked at the Bass Pro Shops catalog call center. Oh, fun. Well, yeah, I know every type of camouflage. Yeah, what's in season? It's like, oh, it's duck hunting season over here. And so we're going to get a lot of calls from the deep sea fishing season was the best to make commission because it's so expensive to deep sea fish. We're like, yeah. How did we end up on deep sea fishing? Uh, Because I started talking about my call center days. Okay. Anyway. But hopefully we'll get a free pizza and then maybe we'll try it again. Uh, We could try it again next week. Right? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah right. that's our last chance. Anyway, good pizza, not what we wanted. So if you're looking for good delivery, I would say also we did delivery because we have to. We kind of have to. Like we can't just run out and grab a pizza. But normally you just run in and get one and it's nine ninety nine. So you're not paying all the delivery fees and everything. Hot and ready. And I also got us something to make up for the failed order. Oh, it sounds like What's a rainstorm. That? Did you know this, Mike? No. I got, uh, these are cookie dough brownies with M&M's on top. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? That will make us feel better about the bad choices that Little Caesars made for us today. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for another fabulous food porn segment. When we come back, (sighs) Fergie. Not Fergalicious. Right. We always have to make a distinction. Right. Duchess of York has some stuff to say about those who perhaps are trying to be in the royal family and out of the royal family at the same time. Harry and Meghan, when we come back right here on my... (laughs) 
good. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on mm. My Talk 1071. If you just joined us, Bradley is still eating. Are you his... not having an experience? Well, I'm not really, but I. Uh, we just tried some pizza. I'm disappointed that it wasn't what we ordered. I'm sorry to be a baby, but it was supposed to be pretzel crust, and we didn't get a pretzel crust. Yeah, we crust. got the wrong pizza, but I'm telling you that the, the regular stuff. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Crust pizza is amazing and I am... I just had another piece and I don't know what is in it, Mike. They put something in that pizza. Yeah. What is that? It's good. It's like a great garlic kick right there there's really some like. kind of like it's in with the cheese buttery. and the crust it's particularly in there it's like a melted buttery garlic that's in with that cheese and it's pretty good it's Whoa. so good i just you know i tried to wash some of it down with my office coffee because i don't mm. have any water mm. and that wasn't a good combo girl that is I was rank like, mm, that's why i wasn't having an experience that but. is rank what kind of camouflage would fergus dutchy fergus <laughs> am i having Fergus, you are you're in a carb coma <laughs> right in now. A carb coma. You did you, Fergie, Fergie, Duchess of York. Which what kind of camo would uh, she wear? She would wear Dawn's a camo expert. Uh, Real tree extra brown. Okay. Yeah. Real tree extra mm-hmm. brown. Yep. That's so interesting. Okay. But anyway. that's not why we're here today. You know Boy, why we're they, here? They're really confused if they just came aboard the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Well, it's because I reference. I'm sorry, I get very emotional. It's fine. <laughs> After I eat, particularly, no, that uh, the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, said something recently that I thought might uh, rub you the wrong way, and I love poking Dawn's anti-royal bear. <clears throat> yeah, Sarah Ferguson says royals who leave the family must decide if they're in or out. Now, this was on Tuesday. We just didn't get to this because I didn't see it till like Wednesday. And then Thursday, we had bids for kids. So I wanted to tell you this story. She was talking in an interview with The Independent saying, quote, you can't have it both ways. She doesn't talk like that, by the way. You can't have it both ways. I don't know how she talks. You can't sit on the fence and keep one foot in and one foot out. You're either in or you're out. Which seemed pretty pointed towards one Harry and Meghan, perhaps, because... I don't know. Other than herself, she's really the only other royal who's out but still in. Right. Meaning she's no longer a working royal. But I think it's safe to say that she is still a part of the family. Right. Like she has maintained relationships with uh, her ex-husband. 
um, she lives with him. Yeah, she, and she takes care of the queen's corgis. Yeah, so she's still got relationships and connections to the royal family. And I think what she's arguing is that like people, and in fact, she does go on to say something which I thought would really get your goat. Oh no! What are you trying to do to me here on a Friday? Fergie, well, I'm telling these stories to make great about Stephen Tyler and well, giving me the wrong piece. <laughs> No, Fergie went on to say that um, if you've left the royal family, you shouldn't, quote, cry about not being invited to weddings. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You chose to leave. Shut her down. Now go and live it and be it. It was my decision. If I'm going to go, then go. Okay. Did she not read the book? She wasn't there. Yeah. They didn't decide to leave. They wanted to still have royal duties. And the main focus was to protect the family from security issues. And they were told, you have these three options. But then when it came down to it, they're like, okay, so you're going to leave and be kicked out. And they're like, wait a minute. We didn't see the other plans. We don't want that. And they're like, bye. They the the dude who was in charge of printing out the option said the printer broke. That is legitimately in the book. Yeah, I will say she goes on and says, you know, um, I don't believe in judging anyone. I would just ask for a little more kindness. Kindness from Which, so she. Boom. I I think she was trying to give them a little nod. You know, like I'm not going to judge them. I'm just saying. I'm who not did, judging. I'm just saying. We just want more kindness from them. So she just expects No, no, more no. Kindness. I think she's saying that people should give them a little bit of kindness. Oh, I thought she meant she expect more kindness mm. from oh, I them. I guess you could be right. Yeah, and I would say to that, his whole life wasn't kind. Okay? No yeah. one was kind to him from the time his mother died. So I'm sorry if you're not getting kindness right now. Oh, no, you made me mad. Did I really make you mad? You did make me mad. I I do think she's... I used to like her. I still do. I mean, I don't... Look, everybody in that family is fighting, and I'm kind of at the point now where I'm just going to stand back and, like, you're all adults. You've all had your opportunity to talk. You've all had your opportunity to share your thoughts and opinions. Now, just put on a big-ass coronation and let me see some pomp and circumstance. Can they blur out? (laughs) What? (laughs) Camilla? No. You know, that girl, I will say, I think... Uh, no, don't say it! Why? Don't you say that. Just don't. Like, what do you expect her to do? Just, like, not go? Like, I'm sorry. Not go. It's fine, I guess. It's just not the way I would have wanted them to handle it. No, I feel like you could not handle it if if you were at the coronation and she was there. I think you would lose your stuff. Yeah, if something, like, right as they were putting... you give her a bunch her, of stink eye. Her scepter and her... Her crown i would be like what you know like i'm at a wrestling match what what what, what? you want to fight yeah oh. um but i'm i'm but i mean it when i say like i'm kind of over the like family drama everybody got their chance everybody got their book or their royal sources right like the the uh folks on the inside because truly there is an inside and outside and the folks on the inside are you know the king camilla William, Kate, all of those people, they've all had their chance to have their voices heard. And I know you're like, they didn't write a book. Guess what? They did. And it's called Sources at the Daily Mail mm-hmm. at the uh, <laughs> at each of the British papers yeah. that 
are connected to the Royal Rota. They've all had their chance to have their opinions heard, their grievances aired, their gossip laundered. And now that Harry and Meghan have a book, frankly, it's just Harry, but Meghan and Harry had their documentary. Both sides now have had a chance to just let it out. And it's like, okay, can we move on now? Uh-uh. Like, can you guys go so back? So we're not going to talk about it anymore? No, no, no. I'm just <sighs> saying the. I just want the pomp and circumstance. Okay, I guess. But I, I would like to go back to the point where she says stop carriages. whining or whatever she said. She's like, no one should be giving themselves a pity party. Or I'm really filling in the blanks here. It's fine. No, um, I will read it to you. Okay. What did you want to say about it? I just think no one's whining. They weren't whining. You can't have when, it both ways. You can't sit on the fence and keep one foot in and one foot out. You're either in or you're out. You can't have it both ways. Okay. Yeah, she's saying like you're either in or out. So like if you're out, don't be don't be concerned with not getting invited to things or don't be concerned with not having a royal presence. Which you, I'm not saying that's continued, right. Continued once you you shouldn't cry about not being invited to weddings. I read they you that. didn't cry. Never uh. have they said, "Wow, we're not invited." It's like we're all watching them going. Let's look through their mail and see if they got an invitation. And then they'll say, "Yeah, we got an invitation." But, but never don't you did think there go, is this feeling of that they have just like it or not? And I know you disagree, but don't you think there is certainly a feeling that they have been quote, whining about stuff? People think that, yes. And I would say, have a heart. I would say, you love Diana so much, and all she wanted is for to protect her children. Why aren't we giving them the same courtesy? These are boys who lost their mother. And he's an adult now, yes, but he's just telling the truth. Do you think they regret it all leaving? Or do you think he regrets it all leaving? Mm, no, because he's free now from being hush about all of these things that were not true where they destroyed his reputation for the benefit of Charles to look like a good dad and they made up stuff and treated him awful so now he gets to talk about that because it's not just a simple matter of like oh it wasn't fair and it was unpleasant it's like your life is in danger and so is your new wife and your new baby mm-hmm. you know so sorry it just Sorry, blew up, guys. Why are you sorry? That's a Donna Valentine phrase. Oh. No, I just, no one's, I don't think that they're whining about not being invited. Well, I also think you have to consider the source. I mean, Fergie has created a place for herself. And so, insofar as she's still in, she has to be defensive of that position. So, it doesn't surprise me that she comes with that attitude. I also think. That if I were, I think my only criticism would be like if I were Harry and Meghan, I would just not be concerned with once I've drawn that line, I'm not trying to cross back over that line. And I'm not saying that they are with everything, but I think it just and maybe maybe we just don't know how they feel about this because we haven't heard. But there's all this conversation about whether or not they should go or not go to the coronation. It's like go or don't go. Right. Right. Like, we're not hearing it from them. It's us that's we're going. Don't back go and forth. though, or don't like weigh whether or not to go on like what seats you're going to have or what parties you're going to be invited to. Because do you care? That's what I would say. If you've made a break, mm-hmm. exercise that break. Like I'd be holding a, a different ceremony. Like we're going to go over here and have a ceremony for one of our charities 
you know, while or have a birthday party for Archie because yeah, it's his birthday. Exactly. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. That would be a far. I'd be inviting People Magazine over to my coronation birthday party. Yeah, make your kid a little king. Put him on a little throne. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be might, like the king ooh, of that, Santa Barbara. That might be kind of delicious. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get him a Burger King crown and. Okay. Have a Burger King party. Just as a great big middle finger. Child, we, we made your birthday I party. You, yeah, and we'll put a fake little stone a under his chair. middle finger to your grandparents. Yeah. All right. Hey, when we come back, <laughs> she's still bitter. It's fine. Uh, when we come back, Brad Pitt let a 105-year-old dude live in a home that he owned. I mean, one of Brad Pitt's homes. We'll tell you that story and why when we return right here on My Talk 1071.